Yeah, don't keep talking about it. You know what Cody has seen? Actually, you know what neither of you guys have seen? What? Mm, a it's lot the of comic things. books I just bought today. Oh, no, that too. Yeah. I bought, first off, but we've been talking about this one for a little bit, but I bought the Batman One Bad Day, the Riddler. Ooh, I need to pick that up. But I didn't buy the Tom King cover. I bought the Jim Lee cover. Ooh, is that Riddler on the cover, like sitting there? Like, yeah, it's Riddler that's the Batman right here. Oh, nice. Yeah, and apparently they're doing one per villain. It'll be like like next month is Two Face. That one after that is like Penguin, shit like that. Oh, it's a one shot. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're all one shots. Okay. Then I bought this comic, which I thought looked pretty cool, and it actually is by our t- boy Tom King. It's Supergirl, Woman of Tomorrow. Ooh. Is that the first issue or it's like a paperback? It's the entire paperback, yeah. Oh, nice. It looks sick, honestly. The art looks trippy as fuck. Let me know how that one is. Yeah, definitely. Since we know you hate female superheroes. <laughs> I love female superheroes. Ah, yeah, all right. I love, if you got to say those words. <laughs> I bought volume two of Something is Killing the Children by James Tinian because volume one is pretty sick. Ooh, okay. I need to still read volume one. See, I'm putting you on this new, new. I bought this random. It looks cool because it's old. I found it for like $5. It's a DC comic book, but it doesn't look like it has anything to do with superheroes because uh, I was flipping through it. It's just a kid, but it's called Hard Time 50 to Life. What? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> it's th- This is what it says on the back. A high school shooting costs four students their lives and a 15-year-old Ethan Childs his future. Now Ethan's got 50 years of hard time to look forward to. The The critic says, it's like Oz meets my so-called life. That's insane. <laughs> yeah. What, what a combo. <laughs> what a fucking combo. And then because you've been talking about it and sometimes people we interview talk about it, I decided to buy volume one of The Immortal Hulk. Yes. Gonna give it a go. If I don't like it, I'm not. And then Cody, this one I thought pertains to you when I read it. It's a, and, and I'm so excited for this one just because like TKO is fire. It's another TKO comic called Red Fork. Mm-hmm. And it's about an ex-con Noah McGlade returns to his coal mining hometown to find it blighted Ooh. by opioid abuse and economic decline. But there's something even darker draining the very life from this town. And as Noah digs deeper, he unearths a dormant horror that threatens to consume what little he has left to live for. So pretty much right. Logan County, West Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Dude, I wish Logan's problems were actually a dormant horror and not just just what's really happening. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, those are the new those are my new comic buys for the week. Fuck yeah, dude. Nice. Those are some nice pickups, dude. Yeah, man. You know, you know how I do, bro. Got that quality shit. Quality shit. Hey, you guys know what today is? What's today? What's today? August 22nd. Oh. Which is, get ready for this. I didn't know this until like five minutes ago. This is coming straight down from Comics and Chronics headquarters. (laughs) (laughs) HQ? HQ. (laughs) I think this is the first time we've got something for HQ. That's how serious (laughs) it is. Uh, Yeah.
Today is Tony Soprano's birthday. Whoa, is it really? Yeah. August Wait. 22nd is Tony Soprano's birthday. No shit. Nice. We did not plan that whatsoever. No. no, we did not. I didn't even know that until you just told me that right now. Nice. I got really? it from headquarters. Like a, headquarters. Like a, <laughs> dude, sometimes the universe unfolds as it should, you know? Right? Nice. Fuck yeah. That's awesome. Well, then in that case, what better way to finish out Soprano Summer? Yeah. yeah this is it. This final, is our farewell. This is it. Yeah. This is our farewell. It's been quite the a journey, well, you guys. The, the Sopranos, fare thee well to our fans. Ciao. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is our sign-off episode. <laughs> we might never come back after. That would be so on brand. Our, the final episode <laughs> of Comics and Chronic is a Sopranos episode. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, yeah. Today, well, welcome to Comics and Chronic. Welcome to the finale of Sopranos Summer. I'm Jacob H. With me is Anthony Iannaccio, Cody Willaka-Cannon, and we're talking the series finale episode, season 6B, episode 9, Made in America. Yeah. And this is the grand finale. What a finale it was. I'll be honest, and I've said this before, but when I first watched it in college, I was not a fan of it. It took literally like six, seven years for me to even begin to entertain liking it, and now (laughs) now I like it. (laughs) <laughs> what what changed your mind because that's really interesting i think a i was immature i was literally a freshman in college so i was like what the fuck man it's lame you know like just <laughs> what did i know about creative art, artistic license and then or storytelling and then now you know many people call me the david chase of comics and chronics so <laughs> <laughs> jake f chase yeah, Jacob Chase. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I just like, yeah, I think A, I like matured and I like talked about it with friends and family over the years. And I was like, I actually do like it. And then I started interpreting it because this is what I was going to ask. Well, and I'll have to ask it for later because I don't want to hop around too much. But it's about the end of the episode. So if you guys want to get into it. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into it. We could, yeah, we could go with whatever. Well, I was going to, my next question was Cody. When was the first time you saw the finale? Uh, COVID. Oh. Same, same, same. 2020. Oh, I think you guys I watched- both saw it in COVID? Yeah. I saw That's mine in 2020, crazy. summer 2020. It was my big watch. Nice. Well, I guess for me, it was 2021. So COVID, yeah. was, I mean, COVID's still here, I guess. But you, we like not pandemic, but like. Yeah. Yeah. Not now for my it, people. Yeah. Now it's pussy COVID. Only, <laughs> only weaklings die of it now. <laughs> <laughs> For the last three episodes, I've shat on people who commit suicide and people who died of COVID. Hell yeah, brother. Soprano summer, baby. It's it's very Tony Soprano-like of you. Yeah, seriously. He doesn't doesn't give a fuck. (laughs) But did you like it right away, Cody? Was it something Mm -hmm. that... I mean, I knew the ending. Oh, before seeing it? Yeah, you just... I mean, I feel like it's hard if you're... If you know pop culture at all... I agree. You know the ending. People have been talking about that ending since it came out. Yeah. That's true, but it was such a a huge show. Yeah, you could have not talked about it. Huge show. Also, like, one of the most controversial endings to a show, period. Yeah, because when I I guess when I remember hearing about it, all I remember was that people were pissed that it ends abruptly. And and then I remember that Don't Stop Believing was a big part of it. Like, that's all I remembered. So like watching the show, knowing those details didn't, you know, it didn't 
change it for me was still so impactful. Yeah. I mean, it was impactful for sure, but I knew it was coming is for me. Hmm. I didn't know in what way though. I didn't know like a so wait, fill. Time out. Do you mean specifically like you knew it was going to cut to black at the end? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Crap. But I didn't, um, I didn't know everything leading up. I didn't know we were going to be losing Bobby and Syl the episode before. I didn't know that uh, Phil was going to get murdered. I didn't know the state that it was going to leave the family. And uh, I mean, it, it 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 paves the way for Meadowlands, the spinoff series. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> <laughs> to take the reins. <laughs> I definitely got some more ideas watching this episode because I forgot. <laughs> you know, you know what I didn't realize? I didn't realize the first time watching it that Meadow actually believed Tony when he would tell her he's not in the mafia. She always she because she says I be, think about it though. She says I became a lawyer because I saw all the times the FBI was were, were persecuting you, and a lot of times he's always like, "Oh, they always persecute the Italians." You know, they all saying this, this, and no, that. I think honestly, you you're, you're, you're omitting a line that she says specifically. She said, "If you can get carted off that easily by the federal government, imagine what it's like for minorities or other people." Right, right. But also, Tony's a white guy. If, if the federal system can oh, fuck no, her, that's why she's you know volunteered at the Bronx South Bronx Law Center like mm-hmm. to help minorities. I don't think she, she wasn't a sucker like that. She knew she's been no. there Tony's Also, I think I think Anthony if anything that line was kind of almost like a me he ha ha ha, you know what I mean? Like this is kind of like I'm who I am today. Like maybe you would have had a pediatrician if you wouldn't have been a mobster, you know what I mean? Mm, exactly. Kind of like I, I feel like that way. Was, yeah. I I feel like there's more uh, intelligent. I, I don't feel like she was just like you know what I mean because she's her father's daughter. I, no, I don't think it makes her. I don't think it would make her stupid. It would just kind of be like her way of just processing it. If your dad's like the head of the mob, you know, like I don't know. Like I think you guys make more sense than that. I don't think she was that naive. I think the episode right. where she takes someone to visit colleges, she figures it out. She says, "Are you in the mob?" You know what I mean? When they're right, in the car. and I yeah. do remember that scene very she clearly. She knows yeah. he's in the mafia. I don't think she meant it like that. What she said. Yeah, I think she. It was kind of almost like a teasing jab. You know what I mean? That more than a uh, like, oh, I'm naive and I don't. I'm or like willfully or not. I don't think she's that naive. You know what I mean? True. Facts, Meadow. Do you think Meadow is? Maybe this is jumping too far ahead. I'll save that question for later. I'll, I'll save it for later. I'll save it for later. Because I, I want to talk about like I feel like there's so many things that happen scene to scene, right? Like the very first thing we see in this episode is it looks like Tony is like in a casket. down in a casket, right? Yep. You hear organ music you even playing. Hear the organ music play, and it ends up being right. a rock and roll song, right? The, the Pink Floyd song, I think. Right, exactly. But he was just sleeping. Yeah, there's just music playing. But the what you know, it's just like definitely. I agree with that. And I don't think I caught that when I first originally watched it either. Mm. Yeah, there is that scene. You also find out like just through like the great writing. There's a part where they're in the house in this episode. You know, they're playing cards or whatnot, and Betty Fazio says to Tony, "Say, hey, we're gonna go visit Syl down the hospital if you want to come." And Tony's like, "Uh, I got some shit to do." And he walks upstairs with his big gun, and Benny says, uh, "Yesterday it was his gout." So you find out that like Tony's like mad unhealthy, like he has gout. Right. You know what I mean? Like that's a little, little like detail they dropped for you. Mm. Yeah, I didn't realize that either. Yeah. So it's like even if he like, I think this season, especially this end, kind of shows that he's on the decline. We see he has a gambling problem when he kind of has a hard time giving Hesh's money back. Right. Like you know what I mean? Like he's spending more money than he actually earns. Now we see that the the war with Phil has kind of cost him financially, both in the way of Bobby and Sill, and you know their their guys are getting squeezed. 
the government's on his ass. He finds Carlo, out he's probably going to get indicted. Yeah, you find out Carlo flipped. Yep. Who was Carlo? Carlo was one of the captains. He his son was one of the friends with AJ when they tortured that one kid in college. He okay. he's also an older guy. He has gray hair. Yeah, Carlo has gray hair. Okay, I know who you're talking about. I think. Yeah, it, Tony thinks he flipped, or he probably did flip because his son gets off got with drugs ecstasy for selling yeah. ecstasy. Yeah, so, so he probably like, flipped. And then, well, then the lawyer says it's Carlo, and then he's like, he's like, eighty percent chance you'll be indicted. Mm-hmm. And Tony's like all pissed. It's when they're eating the hamburger and he's smacking the ketchup bottle. Yeah, and uh, the lawyer is like, trials are there to be won, and so it's like, it's like you wonder, like, if they do go to trial, is Tony going to win? You know. Right, and it's all because of the gun he dropped when he was running away. The gun he dropped, coupled with like everything else, Carlos, whatever Carlos says, all the other, like they've been building since season one a case on Tony Soprano, you know? Right. So they have probably a good amount on him to try and try him in, you know, court. Right. So it, it's a, it, it, you bring up a lot of good points. Even if at the end of this episode, Tony isn't whacked, he doesn't have a, a bright future ahead of him. He's I either going to get whacked, just like every mobster in the show, you either get whacked. You go to jail. Yeah, and he says that. Exactly. But now I have a question for you, and I have a question, and you have to answer it before you even read anything or saw David Chase's answer, which only came out this year, so I have a hard time oh, counting that. As wait, like David Chase has an answer about the finale? I thought you said he did. I, I did. You told, oh, oh, see, I didn't know that. Somebody told a story where David Chase says, yes, he does get killed. Yeah. Cody, you said you, you said co- that? Oh, Cody, you said that? Yep. Okay, is that I don't, I've never read that, but if he does, that only came out this year, right? Yeah, I think it came out kind of recently. Yeah. I so what I mean was, is, like, huh. when you first watched it, do you did you think Tony got murked, or was it left completely open for interpretation? I felt it was like the optimist in me felt it was up for interpretation until I read that interview. See, but like that, this thing is like. I don't know. The interview, it, it's the same thing like J.K. Rowling where it's like years later, they're like, actually, uh, Tony was gay. It's like, you know what I mean? Like shit yeah. like that. I find that when it's so long after the original piece of work has been put out, I, I, I have trouble believing if that's someone's original intention. Mm-hmm. I think the original one was left open for tape. I also think the choice of song is almost too cheesy for it not to be left for open to interpretation because its journeys don't stop believing. So, are you supposed to like not stop believing in Tony Soprano's ability to survive and skirt? You know, like we've seen him throughout six seasons dodge, duck, dip, dive, and dodge all kinds of trouble. <laughs> dodge, duck, dip, dive, dodge. <laughs> <laughs> Who would win in a fight, Tony Soprano or Brian Cox's character from Dodgeball? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 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 oh wait, not, no, that's not. That's, not yeah, that's Rip Tor, dude. Tor. Cody? No, Rip Torn. <laughs> what is this Rip Torn erasure on this? What the fuck? Uh, you don't know <laughs> Cody, you know what we didn't sure, catch in one of the episodes? I think the last one we recorded, you, call, you called Carmella Camilla. Yeah, I actually did catch that. But I'm having trouble like correcting you because you always fuck up. Like, you called Adriana Adriana? Adriana? Yeah, I stay fucking up. Yeah. I'm never going to get anyone. Dr. Melby? Dr. Melby? Dude, my friend Max called that. He texted me. He was like, dude, Cody doesn't know anyone's name. He called her Dr. Melvy. 
<laughs> yeah, dude. I don't know anyone's face. <laughs> but you also said Tony and the Doctor, and that's also pretty cool, though. Yeah. Tony and the doctor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I'll so, Jake, so what are, what are you saying? That it is open to interpretation? Okay. What I say is originally, yes. And I still do, like, depending on how you take it. I think it's immensely meant to be open to interpretation. Yeah, even if it's like everything is set up for you to believe either direction. You know what I mean? Yeah. That last Absolutely. scene is set up for you. Like, oh, he did get murdered. Or, oh, he didn't get murdered. Like, it, in that way. That's like, what makes it so good. It was, yeah, everything was planned for you to have, for us to have this conversation. Like, shot by shot. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this character, we're going to put this character sitting at the bar stool. He might look like a hitman. You know what I mean? Or those, those right. two black guys that come in later. And we've seen throughout the show, they always like to hire uh, black hitmen. So it makes it look outside. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. There's also could be an undercover FBI agent sitting in one of the booths. Shit like that. Like, it could yeah, be a sting. You, it doesn't have to be a whack. We it could go. be a sting. I actually never you know? even thought about that. You're right. That could be a sting right there where like a bunch of people at that diner, FBI agents, they're like, freeze, you're under arrest. Yep. I don't think that's what it is, but it could be, you know, but if we're going be, with yeah. the many interpretations theory, uh, like the yeah. many interpretations of Newark. The multiverse of Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> 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 Newark eight six one or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but wait, but let's let's not jump to that yet because I think there's still some some interesting things happening in this episode. We get we get Polly. Do you think Polly did something like ratted him out or set up a hit or something? Polly seems pretty guilty in one part of this episode. I think he's just an old man. What do you mean? I think he like he. I think he's just done. Like he's he's serving as much as he can to the family. Like he's. Like even Tony even gives him captain of the Cifaretto crew. Like I believe he's superstitious. And Tony's like, and Paulie's like, no, everyone who captain that crew dies. Early. Yeah, Gigi, right. Richie, April, like everyone just gets meets their end. And it's true. It's true. I don't think Paulie is a rat. I don't know. I didn't think it until I saw it the second time. This the first time I watched it, I didn't think this at all. This time, it's because there is the part. You're right though. I agree. I think he is just like scared to take the position because of what you just said, but. You know, again, if we want to interpret it different ways because we don't know the real answer, like Paulie seems nervous, like, oh man, I just ratted Tony out and now he's being he's offering me the position. You know what I mean? You could I feel like you could take it that way too. That's true. I think what you're I get what you're saying, but I just it's plausible. I just for some reason after seeing Paulie's like an OG, I feel like Yeah, and right. I think it's just like I think at this point he's like either I'm gonna die or he like I think just like what why would he be a rat? He ain't got no family, he ain't got all he has is the That's mob. true, yeah. Mm-hmm. Cody's right. He does lose his mom in this season. Maybe I not agree. a rat to the FBI, so maybe I mean he maybe just he like, like well yeah, because we've already seen him play with you know, play the other side with Johnny Sack in those earlier seasons. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah. maybe, maybe to survive the war, he made a deal with New York. It was like, I'll give Tony up if you guys leave me out of it. Right. Cause yeah. the crew's getting whacked left and right. The crews are getting whacked left and right. Yeah. We get uh, Adriana cat. It's not, it's not Adriana exactly. But you know, okay. But- so I was watching it and I was thinking about the Adriana theory. And I don't know if it holds up more than it being Christopher, only because Paulie hates it and he's about to hit it with the broom before Tony comes in. Right. And it's like he didn't feel that way towards Adriana. That's true. And they call it a he. And they call it a he, yeah. Yeah. I want to think it's more Adriana though, because it's staring at the picture of Christopher, you know, it's just like misses him in some way. Yeah. I mean, the other I thing is more- that Christopher dies. Maybe a few episodes before this. I don't remember what episode Christopher dies in. But 
He died. He dies like yeah, like five episodes before this. Okay, and Adriana dies like a season before, so we're even almost two seasons before. And and um, they say, "Where'd that cat come from?" And they're like, "I don't know. It just showed up after the snowstorm." And if Christopher recently died, you know, I could see how it's you know, it doesn't matter who it is at the end of the day. Like it's just like a cat. (laughs) It's just a fucking Fucking cat. (laughs) Yeah, like it can mean absolutely (laughs) nothing. It's just like it's David Chase playing with our mind. Like he wants us to feel like Paulie. Like (laughs) I like that the last two episodes, Anthony's just like I'm going to be the crazy theory dude. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But no, I, uh, I, I don't really care. I like, I, if anything, it just kind of like gives a kind of sense of like almost magic to the Sopranos lore. You know what I mean? Kind of like how we talked about do ghosts exist in the yeah. Sopranos universe? Yeah. You know what right. I mean? <laughs> well, like, yeah, like, I don't know. It's because it's then we're like, oh, three o'clock and that dude walks on Tony's three o'clock. It's like, is it? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe it's not even as deep as we're making it out to be. And yet that might be even the genius of a. Uh, David Chase. Well, if you want to talk about things David Chase said, he's like, you know, back in the day, he never said what it was, right? He didn't say what the ending was, but he did say the answer's there. There is an answer and it's there, but I'm not. That sounds like so ambiguous and just auspicious that it's meant to. (laughs) I mean, a lot of, I think a lot of, you know, creators, directors, like they'll say, they'll say, you know, it's like, I'm not going to tell you exactly what the thing I made is about. Like, it's just. It's it speaks for itself. David Chase would say the answer's there. Like you, I can't tell you what it is. If if the answer isn't there, then then he didn't do his job right, according to him. Like I don't, I'm not saying this is this is the answer. It's still up to interpretation, right? It's just an, an ambiguous ending. So that's all he said. He didn't say. I don't know. You're saying he said the this new thing recently, so I didn't hear this. Maybe he this. didn't. Maybe he <laughs> did. I don't know. I feel like I saw him say that it. He confirmed that Tony's, you know what I'm saying? I think, pretty sure. I, don't know, I haven't seen it, but I don't trust it. Okay, well, <laughs> if I'll look, look for it afterwards and see if I can show you. Yeah. Ah! Wake up, Cody. Yeah, you're quiet this episode. You wake up. I was just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> I definitely lead the Sopranos dialogue, my dude. <laughs> well, I... Uh, okay, so... I just want to bring up my thing that happened in the episode that I want to bring up <laughs> okay. uh, is I loved the way Phil Leotardo went out. Yeah, um, mm. that, that was an awesome kill. Yep. <laughs> it was overkill. Also, what a satisfying death. What a satisfying death. I, he, was, he was a schmuck yeah. towards the end. Yeah. yeah. Great character, a, but like you hated him. You're like, fuck. Hated him. He had no <laughs> redeeming qualities. Yeah. He like, fuck his dead brother, too. I'm glad he got yeah. killed for no yeah, reason. Yeah, I do not like the Leotardos. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, yeah, when the tire runs over his head and Oof. just. And that one yeah. dude throws up. Like, the baby's in the car. The baby's in the car. car. <laughs> also, that woman could have just got in and break the car. It wasn't even moving fast. She was like, ah, ah, yeah. stop my car. <laughs> Yeah. I was laughing when the kid threw up, though. It's like such a morbid scene, but it, it's kind it's, of... It, oh, yeah. That was like the comic relief of right? the episode. Yeah. It was his death. <laughs> yeah, dude. It was so funny. Oh, and man. you know what? He got killed from the side out of nowhere. Pop. Yeah. You know? Boom. That's true. You just see the dude's gun come into frame. It's like... Yep. Walter, mm. that 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 one new dude of the crew for some reason. This is the, this is the episode yeah. where Polly goes, "What kind of name is Walter for Italian?" Oh yeah, yeah. 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 
He's like, I was named after uh, uh, some, Bobby Darren yeah, or Bobby something. Yeah, Bobby Darren. Mr. Walt, because something, whatever his last name is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie, what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> Paulie's hilarious as always at uh, Bobby's funeral and stuff. Oh, that's great. I love that scene. I feel bad. It's so bad for Bobby. Yeah, dude. Heartbreak City. Yeah, Bobby yep. was a good guy. R.I.P. Bobby. Bobby. The GOAT. Dude, it's funny because I just watched home movies and, you know, he's, he's a big character in that episode. Yep. Yeah. So it all goes downhill for Bobby. Yep. Never should have raised his hand to the boss. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. Like Janice and Tony talk about that scene in this episode. And scene. Janice is like laughing about it. He's like, Oh, remember when he, uh, you know, put his hand uh, up to yeah. me when I made that joke. And she's like, yeah, like, well, yeah. okay. Like that was such a big deal. And she's just like, ah, yeah. It wasn't to them though. They've already seen such hurtful shit in their lives growing up. Right. Sopranos are morbid people. And Janice is, is basically Livia now. Oh yeah. That was, that. that's what I like about that scene with her talking to Tony in the end. She says shit that like their mom said. Yeah, exactly. She says in regards to like Bobby's daughter, Sophie, Sophia, she's like, Dominica is my daughter. She's like, and she's very much in love with her older sister. She's like, you're crazy. If you think I'm going to let Sophie leave this house. And Tony even says, he's like, was that one a joke? Because that one even got by me. Yeah. <laughs> like, she's completely just Livia now, you know? Yeah. Yep, exactly. She's going to ruin another few kids' lives. Dude, what happens to Bobby Bacala Jr.? What's his story? Mm. Does he clap back? <laughs> hey, maybe Meadow recruits him for her. Oh, shit. For her yeah. crew. Dude, this is sick. Like the Young Avengers, but with the Sopranos yeah. kids. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and there you said right there, we got Nika, right? Janice's daughter. She's yeah, going to want to be Nika. part of this. Dude, Walter will be in the crew. Walter, Walter. yeah. <laughs> He's still alive. Right, right. Who did we say was going to be her uh, concierge? Oh, Consigliere. Uh, oh, Furio. He's coming back. Furio comes yeah. back from Italy. Okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Not in this episode, guys. In our, in our <laughs> <laughs> yeah, none of this is, this is all fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> what else happens this episode? Fucking AJ in this episode is AJ like, just wiling out. Yeah, with the bo- blowing up that car. Yep. Yeah. While listening to Bob Dylan, right? Yeah, the dumbest thing you could ever do. Seriously. And and I love when he turns to that girl. He's like, oh man, he's like, they're talking about like such deep shit. It's like, shut up. Dude. Yeah. That's always how A, I felt about Bob Dylan. And so it makes sense that that's how I feel about AJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always hated people that are like, oh, deep Bob Dylan's like, oh, whatever, man. <laughs> I can do that. Dude, I like Bob Dylan a lot. I but, music, but I don't just yeah, think he's too. saying anything prolific, honestly. Oh, yeah, same. People hype the fuck out of him. Oh, yeah. I'm more of a Neil Young guy myself. I'm more of a Journey guy. Steve Perry, <laughs> my dude. <laughs> 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 okay, so uh, let's get it. Oh, wait, one more thing. So the one more thing that happened. You the final scene with Uncle Ju- final scene with Uncle June. Very sad. Yeah, Uncle June doesn't even remember Tony. I, I just like this the part where Tony's like he's like this thing of ours and Uncle Junior. That's the only thing he slightly remembers. He, he goes, "I was a part of that." And he's like, "You and Johnny ran North Jersey," and then Uncle Junior goes, oh, "That's nice." Yeah, like, and just looks off into the window at the, at the birds. 
Uncle Junior pretty much gets the best ending for a mobster. He doesn't go to jail and he doesn't get whacked. No, he just loses his mind and memory. <laughs> yeah. So he survives. Yeah. He just doesn't have it. <laughs> Dude, I think actually the winner of Sopranos is Patsy Parisi. Mm. Of the family. You mean of, of the, the family? Mobsters. Yeah, because even if Tony does A, get killed or indicted, like Patsy's still on there on the street. He could take the reins. Ooh, could Patsy could have called a hit on Tony? Because remember, ooh, shit. It's like ultimate revenge for his oh. brother. Oh, yeah. And we yes. do actually, dude. Okay. So we do see in this episode, Tony and Carmela meet up with uh, Patsy and his wife. They're having dinner because their kids are pretty much about to be engaged. Remember? Uh-huh. And uh, do, if, you, if you, you can even go back and watch it after this just to see. Like, Patsy does give, like, Tony a look when yes. he gives him a drink. Remember? Yes, I remember this. Yeah, yeah. And if I you didn't think of dude, this. This is one of those things that are coming to me just now. And it's like, wait a minute. This kind of makes sense. Dude, Carmela says, Tony, Patsy needs a refill. And Patsy's like, no, I got it. He's like, Tony. Tony's like, no, cool. And then like he grabs the glass from Patsy and Patsy just like, gives him, like the camera focuses on the look that he gives. Yeah, no, I do remember this. And then even like his wife is like trying to tell a joke and she can't tell a joke she at can't, all. Yeah, because yeah, he's like bad at telling jokes or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, what if we, because of this, what if Patsy is low key the villain of season <gasps> one of Meadowlands? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that makes yeah. sense. Yeah, but she doesn't know it. She doesn't know it. Yeah, yeah. and they no get married, and then no. yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, at the end of the season, she has to kill Patsy and keep it from her husband. Ooh, Ooh. I like that. Dude, we have to write the script idea. of Metal Lands. <laughs> we really do. I mean, now we have to. This this is point, yeah. We're just coming up with too much shit to, to not write it. Wait, I definitely, I was definitely taking notes the other day after we talked. I was like, wait a minute, I need to. We need I'm to. I'm down like, to honestly work on that as a fun, like just for shits and gigs. It's always going to be stupid, but like, yeah. it'll be funny as fuck. <laughs> Ooh, Dude, what if we perform yeah. that? And we use like yeah. a title, like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, we could do that. Now, who else has to be a character in Meadowlands? I thought, even if it's just for like an episode or an arc or a season, <laughs> Eugene has a, has a daughter. Eugene has a daughter. There's a lot of people who have kids. Big Pussy has kids. Vito Spadafore has kids. Yes, yes, Vito's Vito. son. Yeah, shout out to Vito. R.I.P. There's a lot of next generation Soprano kids that could pop oh, in and out. Shit. Like the Teen Titans of Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Plus, <laughs> they could, uh, you still have like all of those people that were in the crew, like in the house. Like, what's his name with the soul patch and stuff like that? And that bald dude. Yeah, there's the big yeah, bald guy. Yeah. That's what I mean. There's like those auxiliary, like family members. They're clearly not made. They're just like, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. There's the other dude. There's Walt, we said. Um, there's, like, there's like a few of them, honestly. The dude that you said uh, says like Tony had gout yesterday. What's that guy's Benny, name? Benny Fazio. Benny. Yeah. Yep. He's alive. Who is a, who is a made guy. So yeah. Like, yeah, he's you alive. You know what? They could take Silvio out of a coma. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. Comes, Maybe well, we like, know he can't handle the pressure of being a boss. So what would be the point? At least he could like be a character. That's all I'm saying. Like he, he could somehow survive and still be like an old man. Like that's like the junior of the show. Yeah. Like what, hobbling around Ooh. on a cane. No, and you, shit. Yeah. You know, it would be a sick ending. Like Sylvia like wakes up. Like he legit, like he's getting out of his coma. Like you see like the camera's all blurry and he like looks too. 
and the FBI is there and like Silvio Dante, you're under arrest and like arrest him for all the shit that they've been building on for years. So like his ending sucks. He survives (laughs) just, just to get arrested by the FBI. So then he's like the Ray Liotta in Many Saints a newer character. He's in exactly. jail and Meadow goes to him for advice. Exactly. Because <laughs> we got to tie in Many Saints. Oh, God. <laughs> no, not in, not in my, that's not canon that's, with the yeah, Meadowlands. That, that's true. I agree. It's not canon with Meadowlands. Okay, it does not, it's not compatible. Yeah, we're strictly like... Yeah, if, <laughs> if Disney can erase Star Wars books as canon, we can erase the Meadowlands as canon. <laughs> yeah, or yeah. Uh, Many, Many Saints. Saints. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> I agree with that. We, so it is said. That's from HQ, by the way. Yeah, that, oh, no, right down from HQ. They're sending a lot of yeah, stuff today. Like, we're getting a lot of memos from HQ. But something else yeah. about what they say... Okay, so AJ, right? He says in the future he wants to be a pilot for Donald Trump. For Trump. Trump, yeah, <laughs> we could actually do that. Like, yeah, he, actually be- he becomes he he pilots Air Force One. Yeah, Shit, that'd be sick. <laughs> AJ Soprano, and then Meadow goes all the way up to the fucking White House. Yeah, <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> the, Meadow so like Rex Luther becoming yeah, president, yeah. or Kingpin <laughs> becoming mayor yeah. of New York. Yeah. <laughs> 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 or like, or yeah, you could have Meadow become like governor of New Jersey. She takes on Chris Christie. Yeah. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh shit. <laughs> oh, you know what's actually really good in this episode? It's actually during the scene where Patsy's, you know, Patsy and his wife and his son are there. You know, they're all having coffee, or whatever. And uh, dude, if you watch it, did you notice the way Meadow's boyfriend like dotes on her, and he even says, "Don't sell yourself short" or "Don't devalue yourself" when they're yeah. talking about possibly getting an offer for a job for the law firm. Right. You see Carmela look at him and she looks so sad. Like she's never had that and she's never gonna yeah. have that. Yeah. Ooh, something similar when she's talking to Meadow's friend who comes back. We haven't seen Hunter. her since like an Hunter's earlier season. Yeah. From the first second season, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, Oh, she's in her second year at med school and Carmela does the same thing. Same thing. She gets visibly disappointed because Meadow does not in med school. No, I don't th- I don't think it's that. I think it's what you just said. I think Carmela and it happens in a lot of episodes when Someone is successful because of them. They're independent women. She does yeah. not like it because she can never be that. She always She's relies just, on Tony. Yep. It's sad. Yeah. That's like Carmela's like. Carmela's kind of a sad character. Yeah, she is. Yeah, she's a she's a powerful woman, but only because of Tony. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's not a fault of hers. That's just the truth. Yes. Yeah. She sees we, it yeah. as a fault for sure. She, I mean, she wants the same things that she's seeing but it's just like she always even with her house without tony it doesn't happen carmelo's tale is kind of like a warning of like taking the easy way rather than working Mm. you know what i mean look at the look at the house that she built she tried to have her dad do it look at you know what i mean like she was she's she never wanted to she wanted the success but she didn't she wanted it handed to her by tony like you know what i mean like she she didn't know how to get it on her own. Even though she tried, for sure. Yeah. She does go to college. She, they, they mentioned in the show that she drops out of Montclair State. Oh, she really? She drops out. Yeah, she drops out. Meadow even insults her one time when they're out together. And Meadow's like, maybe I can drop out of Montclair State like you did. And then mm. <laughs> I was like, watch your mouth. But yeah, no, like, you're right. It's just sad that like she sees in these women, even her own daughter, like, women who are independent and she'll always be a mafia wife. And we've seen in this show, what happens to a gangster's wife when they either get arrested or die, they always end up like poor. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
the family doesn't really take care of one another when all is said and done. No, they don't. And so like Tony has been having to Loki build up a pile of money for this very moment if he does get arrested and or dies for Carmela to live off for the rest of her life. Hmm. And they We've still, he still Bump and Sarah who pretty much had to join the mafia to even afford to like live. You know what I mean? True. But then she does make it on her own because she, she has the, I know, the but body she's shot. an earner now. She's an earner now for Tony. Right. You could pop her now. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's crazy though that Tony, like he goes to talk to uncle junior. He still doesn't know where his money is. Yeah. Like uncle junior has money that they don't, they can never find. You think he doesn't like, you think it's just like, oh, he might be no just mo- crazy. There might be no, yeah. no money at all. There's probably yeah. that's the thing. There's probably no money at all. Mm. Yeah, he's probably just rambling about it because maybe at one point decades ago there was money. Yeah. You know what I mean? But a lot's happened since then. Yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, should we talk about the final scene? Yeah, let's do it. The final. Cody's ready scene. to wrap it up. Cody's ready to go to hey, sleep. Cody, Except, what's up with uh, you, man? Why are you no, so low I, energy, bro? I'm on edibles. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Why didn't you say so? Yeah, uh, I didn't realize it until just now. I was like, I was like, why am I this way? And yeah, I, like, oh, <laughs> I did eat a gummy. <laughs> nice. Oh, one more thing. One more thing. Uh, Paulie like confesses to Tony. He's like, one time at the Bing, I saw the Virgin Mary. And he jokes about it, and Paulie gets mad. He's like, I, I confess like my deepest secret, and you laugh at it. But then they start talking about that. But if you go, there's an episode where Paulie's in the club, and he does see he the does Virgin see Mary. The Virgin it's Mary. really creepy. It's a really yeah. creepy scene. It is a creepy scene. I remember that completely. I had to go back and watch that episode, and it's like, you see her in the mirror, and Paulie yeah. notices her, and then you see her like float for a second, and it's like... <laughs> it's that weird rock and roll music. It's yeah. Like, flip, flip, yeah. <laughs> Polly, Polly Walnuts. Yeah, <laughs> Polly Walnuts. R.I.P. Tony Sirico. Yeah, R.I.P. The Goat. All right. So the last scene, it's uh, Tony, Carmela, and AJ. They're sitting at a diner, eating onion rings, just talking about life. And you see a bunch of characters come in, all well placed. There's kids eating. There's a couple over there. And then he picks the journeys. Don't stop believing. Yep. You know, like why that song? Why that song? If you're not supposed to stop. Believing in Tony Soprano. Are you supposed to believe he survived? Is that what you mean? I don't, uh, yeah, I don't know that he survived. You just believe in him. <laughs> yeah, I think it's more this scene in particular. Uh, the only other like mob movie related movie I've ever seen that's made me feel this way was that one with Brad Pitt. You know what I'm talking about? Ray Liotta. Uh, <laughs> Killing God. him softly. Yeah. It's a good movie. It's not as good as Soprano. Yeah. Not even close. <laughs> so I'm not saying yeah. it was. But I'm saying like <laughs> the the ending has kind of almost a similar f- feel as the ending. I mean, I know it would be the other way around because Sopranos came way first, but you know what I'm saying? Yeah. They have kind of similar vibes. It feels like Oh, like very much a criticism of like America today. You know what I mean? And like just the way AJ's been, that's been like AJ's whole plot line this episode, you know, and they're complaining about it, but also very op- optimistic. You know what I mean? And that's true. And the conversation they have almost feels like kind of like a final conversation. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the way AJ's like, hey, uh, you got to remember the good times and stuff like that, you know? But yeah. that's actually a callback to season one finale. Exactly. Yeah, it is. They're having a very similar dinner scene, but During Meadows the rainstorm. There. Yep. Yeah. They're together. Yeah. So do you think that maybe like they became too optimistic too late? 
in um, life. Like, do we believe that only Tony Soprano died? Or Carmela and AJ, whether it's accidentally or not, joined that, you know? I mean, it's definitely potential. Hopefully AJ, if any of them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? Definitely. <laughs> also, fuck AJ for fucking up so bad, and then he get, just gets a producer job. Hey, man, nah. that happened to me, dog. So uh, <laughs> how do you think I got the bachelor job? <laughs> but you're not AJ. <laughs> no, but I fucked up bad. And then someone just got me a job being a producer. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to oh, knock yeah. that. That's how you make it. <laughs> wow. So a- Jake is the AJ of Comics and Chronic confirmed. You know what I did, Anthony? I did something <laughs> that all people are capable of doing. But very few don't. And that's I put myself up by my bootstraps. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Jake was made in America. (laughs) Why do you think this was episode was called Made in America? We always talk about the titles of their episodes. Well, I think it's connected to Don't Stop Believing. I think it's just like the whole like just a small town. This is the American experience. Yeah, and like Tony did make it. Even if he dies right then, he made it. He true, made it, true. and he's a made man. Maybe that—that's the meaning Ooh. too, right? Like he's made in America. I don't know how heavy-handed uh, David Chase is being with that, but the fact that "Don't Stop Believing," I think, like, it's such a such an American song. I guess you could say that. Yeah, it's definitely an American song, but it, but it's not like a deep song. You know exactly what "Don't Stop Believing" is about. Don't it's don't yeah. stop believing. You know, like. Dude, just That's the American dream. Keep believing. Even if you're about to get shot in the head, he keeps believing up until that moment. So do we think he dies? Do you think he dies? Like, what's your guy? Hell yes. Hell yes. yes. He's he dead. Yeah. Think he's dead, huh? Interesting. I think he gets waxed by the guy in the members only jacket specifically. Ooh, a callback to that first episode of season six. What if hey. it's Eugene's brother who kills? Ooh, I, I, I could, I could believe that. Like he's, he, he can, he, I could see that he's like a relative of Eugene. Yeah. Maybe that's Eugene's actual jacket. He's wearing. It's just like, this is for Eugene. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Or he, could he be jacket. hired by Eugene's wife? She has beef. That's now. true. We do see in that episode that she like, Loki hates Tony Soprano. But so many people hate Tony. That's the thing. It could be anyone who put a whack on him. Yeah, you know? it could be New York. It, it could be, be New York. Patsy. It, it could be, be Patsy. We've seen there be Russians. Russians. You know, could it could be... seriously be a lot of people. It could be Melfi. Melfi put the hit on him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be Melfi's husband. Oh shit! The list goes on and on. The list does go on. Honestly. Tony's reach, his dark reach, ruined a lot of lives. It could yeah. be yeah. the the woman that he that burned herself. Oh, Valentina. Valentina. It could be Valentina, right? Oh shit. Could it be Adriana's mom? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Adriana's mom. <laughs> Who shot Mr. Burns? We need to find out. Yeah, I like Adriana's mom. <laughs> Adriana's mom's t- killer. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah, it could no, be Polly. Like, it could be Polly. Like we true. said, yeah. You've seen Tony Soprano, no matter what else you've seen, you've seen him be bad for six seasons straight. So it's like sooner or later, he's going to get his comeuppance. Yeah. I think also, and we talked about this in the last episode, specifically, Anthony, you mentioned when he was eating at the sushi restaurant. You And I just mentioned gout in this one. He's also unhealthy. So he has legal problems. He has literal health problems, and he could be killed by anybody. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, like, no matter what happens, he's on the decline. 
Yeah. Another thing to add to your health problems theory, when he sees AJ running, he's like, oh, I'm going to start soon, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, he, he does say that. We've yeah, all been it's there. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah, I say that every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I, I, he's dead, man. That guy gets pop. Bruh, bruh, right in the back of the Okay, dog. so we can agree there. Do you think AJ and Carmella dies with him? I don't see any reason why they would. I think yeah. I agree with that. And yet, I can almost <laughs> argue otherwise. Go for it. I want to hear this. And this is when you start to get into like the themes and the meta shit of Sopranos. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I, we, can we go down the rabbit hole for this? Because I, down you the know. Rabbit hole. <laughs> All right. So, well, one thing that's like throughout the entire show of Sopranos are the religious themes, specifically with Carmella and her Catholicism. We see from literally the first season to now her trying to uh, like rationalize her relationship with Tony. And she clearly feels guilty of it. She always talks to the church about, you know, enabling Tony. She goes to that one Jewish psychiatrist who tells him to label or label to leave him. Mm-hmm. And so it's like if you were to go off the religious reasons, both Carmela and AJ would die too, because AJ committed suicide, which in Catholicism is a sin. He would go to hell. You know what I mean? Meadow is also the only person not yet there. You could take it as that she's being spared this death for whatever reason. And what she walks in on is a massacre. Meadow throughout the show is out of all of them, AJ, Carmela, and Tony is easily the best human being. Easily. 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 And that maybe she's the only one that deserves a chance to do live a life and do anything. Good. Or to take the mantle and avenge <laughs> family. Exactly. I heard a theory that Meadow is Tony's guardian angel. So the reason he dies is because Meadow's not there. You could go back to, I think, season one where they're on that road trip and that guy's about to snipe Tony, but Meadow's there and it stops the guy. But in that same season, first season, Uncle Junior hires the two black guys to kill Tony when they shoot him and Meadow's not there and he still survives. Right, but Meadow's not there and they shoot him. He's not but, in danger when Meadow's around. I don't, I, that's just, a, uh, I, that's not my theory. I just present I the like theories. Theory. I did it. <laughs> Anytime I present a theory, I'm saying this is not okay. my theory. Okay. I didn't, I I'm not yeah. sitting here like, what are, what are these suppress? You know, I'm I just, just like, I'm just saying that one's not strong enough for me. Yeah, that's, but something you said to me when I first watched the finale and you pointed it out to me, the, the, the thing about Meadow parallel parking, it takes her three tries to get it right. Right. And why is that significant? though because tony's been tried to be murked three times throughout the season or this might be the third time the first time Uh, is when uncle junior hires the black guys the second time is when uncle junior shoots him in the beginning of uh, the season six yeah and one might argue that this is the third and final time Mm. also isn't three o'clock the third and final time three o'clock he's at his three there's only three people sitting in that booth carmela yeah Boom. There's three Boy Scouts that you see in a booth in the Boom. back. They die. Meadow lives. I think Carmela and AJ, not even necessarily on purpose, but just for whatever reason, through Crossfire, Ricochet, I think they die. I think Meadow walks in on a massacre. Mm. Okay, here's something that's happening in that scene. Let me let me go down the rabbit hole for a second and say... Okay. Is this your own original rabbit hole? No, it- of course not. Oh, I, okay. I, <laughs> of course not. Because I when I first watched the finale, I just was like soaking it in and and you know, Ooh, soaking. I like that word. Hey, yeah. So I was, and this time I was <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Hey, if you're not soaking by the end of the Sopranos finale, you're not a human. Like, just watch some. I don't know. You can't watch TV, I guess. All right. What'd you, so, what's this theory? Okay. okay. So, 
Tony walks in, right? In in the in the top left, you see a, a tiger. Now, tiger cats are bad in the Sopranos, or they're a bad omen because you know, like it's like like uh, uh, Paulie's talking about. Wait, I have to just draw, otherwise I'm gonna forget it. Okay, I agree. I like where you're going with the cats are bad omens because one might argue that birds, such as the ducks or the crow that sees Christopher when he's getting made, are good omens for them. Mm, yeah. That's interesting too. There you go. Go back. Okay, so so that it's just there when he walks in, right? And then wait, this is in the diner. Yeah, this is in the diner. Okay. This is what I'm saying. Just just in the final scene alone. Um, There's a picture up there of a tiger. Of a tiger, yeah. Oh shit, I didn't see that. Also, you get to see the guy in the members only jacket get up to go to the bathroom. Like they show you. They always focus on that guy. Yeah. That's why I feel like, of course, he's important. They're always, unless it's a swerve for whatever reason, but he goes to the bathroom, right? And the Godfather, Michael Corleone, yeah, goes yeah. to the bathroom Michael to grab a gun. Gets the gun. And, of course, we find out, and there's a scene where AJ's like crying to Tony, and he's like, that's your favorite scene in The Godfather. Every time it comes on, you, you have to let me know. Like, like, like we like, know. The movies, AJ. Yeah, but it's, but it's, you know, it's kind of funny that that's, that's like Tony's favorite scene, and something similar could be happening to him. But then, okay, so he's every time the bell rings, right, for the door on the diner, it cuts to Tony's face. Yeah. We see Tony look up every time someone comes in. Right. Okay. Rather, we see what Tony sees. That's yeah. one way of looking at it, I guess. Okay. So it rings, looks up, ring. When Meadow was supposed to walk in, when Tony, when it cuts to Tony, instead it cuts to black, what we should see is Meadow. But if we're seeing what Tony's seeing, then we see nothing. Ooh. silence which we know we've talked about this what bobby says like you don't hear it's just like you don't hear the guy coming and it just ends something like that i, I don't remember the line um and then we know it's silvio doesn't hear anything when someone gets shot right in front of him doesn't even see it it doesn't even register in his mind that someone's getting shot in front of him even though blood splatters on him you know it's just like it takes a second and then like we said before philly Atardo, he just gets whacked out of nowhere he doesn't see that coming He's talking to his wife, talking to the babies. So it just, to, to me, that makes so much sense. Cut to black, Tony's dead. Yeah, for sure. That, I could also argue a, a re- another reason for why AJ and Carmela also die. What if that dude in the members only jacket is not the only shooter there? Mm. So going back, you because the camera also does focus on the two black guys who come in. Right, it does. We've seen throughout the show them use Usually, it's two black guys as hitmen, right? Junior hires two black guys in the first season. Christopher hires the two black guys originally to go kill Carmine Libertazzi, but then Tony makes them switch and they end up killing the black guys. So right. we know that. So what if and we and based on where you see them enter the diner, they would be they wouldn't have walked yet to where Tony's table is. So if they were to pull out and start shooting Tony from that distance, they could hit AJ and Carmela by accident because they would be in the line of fire. I could see yeah, that. And then, and then you have that members only dude also come out. What if like? And then they have fire. a shootout yeah. uh, with each other. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if it's just like a full-on massacre? Yeah. Like, like, and there could yeah, be like FBI. 20 people die at this diner, including FBI agents. Yeah. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not even saying that it's coordinated for the members only dude and the black dudes to be there at the same time. Like, what if Tony's luck just literally ends there at that scene? Yeah. Because, I mean, he's been so fucking lucky. So lucky. And finally, yeah. everything has converged at once to, like, take him down. The FBI, if you want to go with the FBI theory that they're Loki there, they're about to sting Operation Arrest him. Like, 
everything is just, you know, met its demise. Yeah. Either way, Tony's story's done. That's it. Yes. We don't see it anymore. But remember, the Sopranos, it's plural. Meadow takes the reins, starts mm-hmm. the whole new family. <laughs> Boom. Yeah. <laughs> Meadow Cut sees this happening. Yeah. She's like, I know what I have to do. It changes her. <laughs> it changes her. So how yeah. many how many Joe Peasies we give in this? Come on. Six. This is the greatest television finale in all of television. Oh, snap. I'd argue the same. I There was a time where I wouldn't argue that. And now, I don't know. I, I also really like the Wire series finale. But uh, I haven't seen it, so I can't say that yet. Maybe that would change my mind then. Is it that it's it, on par? No, I mean, it's you know completely different than Sopranos. But yeah, it's just it's a very satisfying ending. So yeah, I would give this episode a six. But are you going to give season six B a six? Mm, no. Yeah, no. Ooh. See, this Ooh. episode gets a six easily. Episode easy six. What season, a- I'm not going to give it too terrible a rating. Like 5.5. It's fair. I'd give it like a five something also. Not bad, but just not as good. But this episode almost cinches it, you know? Yeah, I would even say I would normally give it like a five, even like a 5.0 or a 5.2, but the uh, this episode brings it up to a 5.5. Nice. I also watched Sopranos Home Movies the other night. Yeah. And I really like that episode a lot. Yeah. Hopefully we'll, we get to record that episode. If we don't, yeah. maybe we just record a bonus one for ourselves. Who gives a oh, fuck? Shit. <laughs> Yeah, maybe we a, just a bonus episode for Bobby Bacala. Bonus Bobby yeah, Bacala. Bonus Bobby episode. <laughs> <laughs> BB. But I kind of feel like, like Cody, like this episode weighs heavily on the score of the season. But like, if Ooh. I could take this episode out, even though Sopranos Home Movies is a banger, it's just like getting into Sopranos, I didn't know what to expect. And then it kind of turns everything on its head in a great way. And it becomes a, a show that like is familiar and like, by this season, it feels very mob heavy in a way, like about people getting hit all the time and getting, and you know, like the mob wars, basically. I feel like that takes over the story in a way that's, mm. it's cool, but it's like, I always love the family drama stuff. And like, that's what I love about the finale. Like they, they're back to sitting down, having dinner together. It's like, it is a cool moment. You want them to have a happy ending. You know, I wish that was my first that was my first reaction uh, to the finale right like i wasn't okay. thinking about these theories and shit like what i was thinking was i was like oh man he can't be gone right he, no yeah. like meadow goes in and that's just it that's just the end like you know he's smiling after that or something but like i don't i just don't think that could be the end for this guy you know but you this season, but this but 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 this season i don't know i don't know what were you going to say, Jake? I forgot. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. um, but so, wait, Anthony, you don't think he's dead? No, I do think he's dead. I'm just saying when I first watched it, I was hoping. Like, um, you know, it's just how I feel watching the characters. Like, here's what I heard David Chase say. Or I, it's something he said in an interview. He said he, he didn't like how people, like, were starting to see, like, that they were tuning in to see Tony, like, kill somebody they were like you know you shouldn't be rooting for tony like tony's not a good person yeah. but he becomes that because james gandolfini is just fucking great it's just good tv you can't help but root for him you know so i think something david chase was talking about was like not giving people the satisfaction you know like just cutting it there just you know you don't get to see what happens to tony whether or not the FBI got him or whoever killed him or whatnot. The Illuminati took out Tony. There you go. Ooh, he had too much power. Yeah. So Dr. Richards and Dr. Strange. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that Illuminati. That Illuminati. Yeah, I mean, like Jay Z Illuminati. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Who would win, Jay Z or Tony Soprano? Jay, man. Really? Yeah. Hove? Are, are you kidding Rockefeller me? Rockefeller versus the Sopranos? Yeah. Hove. Hove probably has the whole five families in New York <laughs> behind him. You know. <laughs> That's true. All right, so I had a question. Now that we've done Sopranos Summer, what do you guys feel about the episodes I chose? Ooh. Mm. Interesting. each one was different from the next and almost different from their respective seasons. Yeah. No, I thought it was a great selection. I, uh, sometimes weird. Sometimes I, I think there was like only one where none of them were bad. I just, uh, I might have picked a couple differently, but I'm also not as knowledgeable as you are. So I don't know. It was great, though. I I loved every single episode we watched. Yeah, no, I thought every episode you picked was great. There are just so many great ones, and there's multiple great ones in each season. So like, it's impossible that we were going to, you know, hit every great one. I think... I think going through the seasons, I definitely have some ideas. If we did more Soprano Summer, of which episodes Dude, I'd want to talk do it about every summer now. Next summer, yeah, let's pick a whole new bunch of episodes. Yeah. Hell yeah, season two. Yeah, season so two. Soprano two. Summer. Summer. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta do it. Oh, you know we should have called this Soprano Summer 2000 and Gabba. <laughs> <laughs>